I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome back in hour number two of the program on a beautiful Saturday morning. It's going to be a great weekend. Lots of activities going on. Let's see. What have we talked about? Okay, red snapper still continuing to go in Louisiana Four per person per day, seven days a week. It's allowed until we reach the quota, which is uh, not going to be too much longer. Chronic wasting disease detected near the Louisiana-Arkansas border. Uh, if you hunt in Morehouse or Union Parishes beginning Monday, uh, there's a ban on feeding and baiting. That's to prevent uh, more deer from conglomerating in uh, congregating, let's say, in tight places, uh, which... Uh, can, you know, be more conducive to CWD contraction. All right, we also have uh, Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission voting to hold up on spotted sea trout management changes. That's going to not be addressed until next October. Current 12-inch minimum size, 25 fish per day, except for Cameron Calcasieu, where there is a 15-fish limit. Uh, that will remain in effect. Also, for the first time in 48 years, we have a new Louisiana World Championship duck caller in the person of Hayden Richard from Erath. He won that traditionally held around Thanksgiving weekend in Stuttgart, Arkansas. Uh, the former uh, only person that ever won a World Duck Calling Championship from Louisiana was Fred Parnell of Baton Rouge. Uh, he owned the sports shop. Uh, he died uh, close to 20 years ago now. Uh, Mike Smith of Louisiana Duck Hunts was uh, close. He, he he was a five-time state champion, competed in world, but uh, never did get it done. And uh, I know he wants to congratulate Hayden Richard also for a great accomplishment winning that. All right, what's new? Here's what's coming up. Uh, on Monday, December the 13th, in honor of the Christmas season, a lot of you know that Southside Cafe on Highway 11 Slidell, uh, we go there twice a month on Mondays, usually doing happy hour, 4 to 6 p.m., and we tape and talk to a lot of the hunters and fishermen. It's a great hangout there and enjoy some great food and drinks. In fact, uh, this Christmas season, they've got their jingle whacker. I strongly suggest uh, having a jingle whacker to welcome in the holiday season. Anyway, we are going to be bringing some gifts uh, to be given away. All you have to do is stop in and register while we're there from 4 to 6 on Monday, December the 13th. And we're going to have, uh, and these are just a few of the items, some cool blue Wipes and spray for sportsmen, a Louisiana fish fry Cajun survival kit, Uncle Larry stewing a few and some ready-set gumbo, uh, a print and poster for the prayer to St. Hubert, the patron saint of hunters. We'll have miscellaneous fishing lures and some Southside Cafe gift certificates. 
among other things, the list keeps growing. We're going to have some gifts all wrapped up, and we're going to do a drawing, and you get to pick a gift if you come there and see us. That's going to be Monday, December the 13th, 4 to 6 p.m., Southside Cafe. We'll also be there for kind of a pre-New Year's celebration on the 27th of December on that Monday. Stop by and see uh, Chris and Dan. Great people, great food, and uh, great atmosphere there. Always run into fishermen and hunters whenever we go there. In fact, if you check out our Facebook page, uh, we did an interview with Captain Mike Brantley of a Fish and Fool Charters and also uh, Carlton Savoie, who is a dog uh, hunting, a hunting squirrel dog trainer extraordinaire and uh, his granddaughter, Corey, who won uh, a, a National Shooting Sports Foundation championship this year. So those interviews will be coming up on the Bayou Wild TV Facebook page. All right, we're asking you to send us your favorite fishing song. So far, we've got Fishing Blues, uh, Louisiana Man, uh, Fishing uh, Taj Mahal's Nitty, by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Uh, she just thinks we're just fishing, which is my favorite. Uh, Charlie Daniels, I'm Going Fishing. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Gone Fishing by uh, Bing Crosby and Louis Armstrong. A lot of people love that one. Uh, Beta Hook by Justin Moore. Fishing Hole by Andy Griffin. Five Pound Bass is another one. Uh, I'm Going to Miss Her by Brad Paisley. A couple people are there. Uh, Boondocks is another one. A lot of them. Tell us what your favorite fishing song is. Text it to us, 504-260-1870. Your reports, comments, questions also welcome. And we come back, we're going to talk to the guy who has a song that introduces himself. We're talking about Born on the Bayou. So Mike Gallo, Fishing Report, right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
And let's check in with Captain Mike Gallo and find out what's on his list of things to do for this weekend. But first, I want to remind you that his reports are brought to you each week by CETO. $179 a year. Hint, hint, great Christmas gift. It's a membership. You'll get fuel drops, 24-7 tow-ins, jump starts for electrical problems, Whatever it's going to take to get you back into the dock safely, CETO is there. They're like AAA on the water. They offer peace of mind for you and your loved ones. It's just one phone call away. Captain Chris, call him 504-301-4545 or click away to CETO.com. Yeah, Mike joins us. And, Mike, boy, this has been one of the most enjoyable weeks, I think, of fishing for you guys, weather-wise anyway. How's the fishing been? I tell you, Don, the, weather, the fishing's been as good as the weather. We've stayed on land a few mornings, let the fog lift, but that certainly didn't affect the fishing. I had multiple boats go out each day. Some were fishing redfish, some were fishing trout and whatever else they could catch. And we've all had really good weeks. I would say the speckled trout productivity has increased Our average catch, depending on the number of people on the boat, was between, say, 30 and 60, and that seems to have bumped up to between 40 and 80. Um, Seems like some bigger fish are coming in as well. We still have, you know, the occasional freshwater catfish, black drum, sheephead, flounder, but uh, it's really been a good week. Mike, you've been fishing... um rocks by the mr go maybe some of those wintertime spots you've been fishing the bridges or biloxi marsh or lake Bourne rigs where pretty much have you been concentrating this week see i could answer that by just saying yes because we fish pretty much <laughs> all of those spots if any spot that you mentioned that we missed we probably did not fish any of the rigs in lake Bourne. Uh, that doesn't mean there's not fish there we just haven't fished them the bridges in Lake Pontchartrain have been productive. Lake Catherine's been productive. Unknown Pass, uh, down to the wall, and Mr. Go. I ran a couple of redfish trips during the week um, over in the Biloxi Marsh. All of it productive. Um, so it's a great time to go. Our water temperatures are still in the high 50s. I think the lowest temperature I saw on water was uh, about 56, but uh, that was earlier in the week. We've had some warm-ups during the day and no cloud cover. So our temperatures have been starting out at, say, 57, 58, and warming up to around 60 or 61. So still a really good temperature for this time of year. Um, The fish can be anywhere in the water column, you know, from the top all the way down to 20 and 30 feet deep, depending on where you choose to fish, I would still say that the fish are seeking current um, to feed. Mike, when I was over at Southside uh, this Monday, I was talking to Captain Mike Brantley, and he's been fishing the bridges, told me he had 45 beautiful trout. There were some of those two- and three-pounders in there. Um, and a lot of people don't realize how important and critical that water temperature is, and I know you, you really pay strict attention to it. And I think what it can do, you know, if you go out there and you have no idea what the water temperature is or what the bite's like, it might take you a while to figure out what the fish want. But when you know that water temperature's dropping, then you know that you got to just slow down and wait for that little tick, 
tick bite and then, you know, set the hook, uh, what, what temperature does it really call for that, just that really, well, I guess you'd call it dead sticking or just leaving it kind of sit and maybe twitching the bait a little bit instead of hopping it with a lot of motion where you got active fish doing warmer water? Right, right. Um, you're exactly right on that light, light tick and very little movement when the water temperatures get to, get cold. I divide the 10 degrees of water temperature from 50 degrees to 60 degrees. I divide that in three sections. From 50 to 53, that's when you're really going to be dead sticking and very slow on the bottom. From 54 to 57, they could be anywhere in the water column but you still need a fairly slow presentation. And then from 57 to 60, they could be anywhere, popping cork, top water, even on the bottom. So it's only that small little 53 down to 50 degrees is where I'm pretty much dead sticking. I want to be out of the current because those fish are cold and don't want to waste any energy fighting the, the, uh, the current. So you want to be out of the current as much as you can be and very slow, like you said, dead sticking presentation on the bottom. I knew you'd have a formula for it somehow, some <laughs> kind of way. Mike, you've been fishing live plastic or a combination? Combination. Uh, generally starting out with the live shrimp. Uh, all the local marinas have had beautiful live shrimp, and we start those out on the bottom, and then we'll mix in um, some plastic on a drop shot, either a gulp or the matrix I'm still using lighter colors, white, uh, magneto, glow. There's still some pogies in the water, and a lot of the fish are feeding on those pogies. So I kind of want to match the white shrimp and the pogies as well. Got it. Mike, I know you pull out those uh, nice-looking gift certificates for Christmas gifts to give fishing trips to people. They can redeem them all year long. What's the best way to get a fishing uh, trip gift certificate for a customer? Oh, very simple. You could call me. You could email me. We'll get the name of whoever you want this gift certificate to be made for. I'll print it up and mail it to you, sometimes even deliver it if you're close by. And you also can include the lodging in there, too, if they're coming from out of town. Yeah, we have lodging. Uh, We can sleep 18 right here on the premises. I'm in the parking lot of the lodge right now. Got several captains gearing up to, to go out and catch some fish. Been hearing many shotgun blasts across the street from you there? I haven't heard any across the street, but I did hear some over in the Biloxi Marsh when I was redfishing the last couple of days. They were off in the distance, and we did see quite a few um, ducks flying around. So I'm hoping they're having success. All right. Mike, thanks for the report as always. We appreciate it. We will talk to you once again next Saturday morning. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sounds good, Don. I'll talk to you then, and you have a good day. All righty. Mike Gallo fishing down there in the Lake Pontchartrain, Lake Catherine, Lake Bourne complexes. All right, we come back after this. It's uh, time for Eric Mohabarak. We're going to get him to run down some more of those Christmas gift ideas. If you've got a paddler on your list, also still getting lots of those fishing song uh, mentions coming in. Uh, David Hubble, our Alabama listener, he likes that Louis Armstrong, Bing Crosby going fishing. And also he was uh, glad to hear about the Louisiana oranges, one of his favorite childhood memories, going down to Port Sulphur and visiting his great uncle Guy Sanji's orange groves. Yeah, it's kind of become a, a little bit smaller industry, but still a very good product. Oranges down in Plaquemines Parish. Coming back right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Now, whoever thought stroking would be a fishing song? Well, we made it one. Hey, you got a favorite song? Send it to us. At, uh, here's a vote for John the Fisherman by the band Primus. We got Luke Bryan hunting and fishing and loving every day. That's from Terry and LaRose. Mind on fishing from Trace Atkins. Got a lot of them coming in. 504-260-1870. Joining us now is Captain Eric Mohabarak with the Paddler's Report. Eric, uh, we hear a lot about supply chain delays on merchandise. It doesn't sound like it's affecting our sponsor, Massey's, very much. Got some new stuff coming in, huh? No, Massey's is doing real good, man. They get, they keep them pretty well stocked up. Of course, there are a few things that are difficult to get a hold of, but for the most part, they're right on time with everything, you know. Um, you know, the kayak's a little slow because of production, but they, they got some in, and they're doing good with that. Yeah, I got those ski clothes for people who do that kind of stuff. Also, some uh, Garmin yeah. watches, a uh, satellite locator, and uh, a device, a messaging device called a Zaleo 200. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting uh, device right there. And that's good for the people who go out, out in the woods alone or, or hiking alone, biking alone, or, or kayaking alone, or even in your boat, because you can send a, a telephone call. Uh, you know, by satellite, and it also has a locator that can keep track of you, you know, via the Internet and all of that stuff. Uh, I'm not technically (laughs) on how that works, but it's really a good product. I would really like to get one myself. But, uh, yeah, they got one over there, and I don't think it's overboard on the price, too. I I forget what the price is exactly, but it's something good, and it's good to give someone who, who goes out alone a lot. Right. Well, we're also going to get to your uh, Christmas gift ideas. You did a great job on researching some for the paddlers. But before that, let's talk about some fishing. Uh, looks like your report uh, says fog, fire, and gnat spray. Tell us about it. <laughs> That's about it, Don. Um, well, you know the gnats out. Let's start with that. So bring you, bring you bugs, bug spray, amber romance, whatever you do. I'll deep 100%, whatever you can do to get them off you, a big cigar. Uh, be careful in the fog, you know, because it has been foggy in the mornings. You know, like this morning, it's, it's supposed to roll in a little bit later. Um, so just be safe out there. Make sure you get in before dark and, and before the fog rolls in in the afternoon. But uh, as far as the fishing goes, Don, I mean, Lake Pontchartrain, South Shore has been pumping some nice fish out. 
uh, Plaquemines Parish, the, the whole Highway 2320 corridor is unbelievable, especially with the low river. You know, you, you, I mean, I've been pounding on the trout. It's just absolutely been ridiculous. Um, Highway 1 is good. Uh, out west and Calcasieu and all of that, they're, they're getting limits. And this is all out of kayaks. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable fishing right now. And I think it's just, I'm kind of confused with this warm trend coming in in December. I'm wondering if it's going to set the fish back into like a transition to going back out again instead of coming in. It's going to be interesting to see how that works out. I know it's going to be rough on the guys who duck hunt out the kayaks, but, you know, we all got to take the weather as it comes and fish the the fish that are are provided for us when they come around. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch what what they do with the transition when you get this unusually warm weather. But, of course, that might change, and we may have a a blizzard cold late December and January. Well, let's get to some of those Christmas gifts that you assembled, uh, that Yeti's koozie and lunchbox. Now, some of these gifts, you know, for the kayaker, the basic, he's going to have most of the basic. But these are something that people might not get on their own or might not think about. So tell us about that, that koozie and lunchbox. Yeah, that's a nice gift. And, you know, that's something, like, personally, I wouldn't go out and buy that for myself. But, you know, somebody gave it to me, that would be awesome for me to use. You know, it's a nice it's a nice uh, koozie. It's, a, you know, like it's a metal koozie that's insulated, and it keeps them drinks long when they're sitting in that kayak drink holder. Lunchbox, you know, that, that works phenomenally, keeps your food cold, which is good during the, the summer months, of course, that are uh, – you know, when it gets 100 degrees out there, you want to keep your mayonnaise and, and Jusacy ham sandwich is nice and cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so you got to have the ham uh, sandwich. Go, baby. Now, sunglasses, polarized sunglasses for yeah. kayak fishermen are a must. But you know what? In my experience, you can never have enough sunglasses. I can't. I, I probably have 10 different pairs. You're right. You're right. You know, Hobie makes a great pair of sunglasses. And polarized, you know, you get the... the um, the, the amber color ones or the rose colored lenses, lenses and stuff like that, uh, they really work good in the inshore fishing. Also in some of the freshwater areas, that and then you can get the offshore, you know, like the blues and the grays that are really good for offshore. And you know, eye protection is very important when you're out on the water or even doing outdoor activities, so driving. Yeah, and one size fits all for the most part. All right, now this ice yeah. mule backpack—that uh, that's a great item. I guess surf fishermen would really like that. Yeah, that'd be a good good thing for a guy who's surf fishing, you know, put it on his back and carry his tackle and other uh, around his waist and, and head on down there with his two rods in his hands. And, uh, you know, he can keep his, his uh, icy beverages cold and keep them fish cold when he brings them back in. Also great for festivals. Mardi Gras is coming. you got to pack the kids up, pack an ice chest. It's, it's an extra place to put on the old mule to bring out there, you know. But uh, that, that's another good one. I really do like that ice, that, that ice bag. Now, Eric, if somebody wants to go a little bit beyond a small stocking stuffer, maybe a fish finder for a kayak, what do you recommend? Or maybe a kayak themselves. The, the, the big yeah, one. well, you got they got the Garmin uh, fish finders at Massey's. They also can get the Lorance. Um, you know, um, you, as far as a kayak goes, man, a pro angler's top of the line if you really wanted to put it out there on them. You know, and uh, you know what else they got? Them green eggs. Them green yes, eggs are, are phenomenal. You know, I'd love to have one of those for Christmas, you know, so I get my eating going on. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's some really good, bigger stuff. And, you know, Don, what about a Cajun adventure uh, uh, trip? Yeah, there you go. A Cajun invasion, you know. That yes, would be indeed. awesome, wouldn't it? And you, you know? sell gift certificates for your kayak trips, too. 
Yes, yes, I do. Yes, sir. Uh, you can get that out. You know, get in touch with me through through your website, Don the Outdoors Guy. Uh, you can call me. You know, or uh, on the phone, five zero four three one three eight two nine two. Also, Facebook and Instagram, the Louisiana Kayak Company. You know. And Eric, when and, all uh, else fails for gifts, what is there always there you can get? You can always get a gift certificate for Massey's or, or, or one of the sporting goods stores or me or another guide. I highly recommend it. Yeah, and it's always gift something that's uh, unbelievable. And Yeah, because you will find something there, no doubt about it. Eric, thanks for the yeah, report, yeah. my friend. Go get them. Enjoy this great weather. They're going to see you down at the yeah. Orange Festival this weekend? Yes, they are. I'm about to head down that way right now. Actually, I'm just uh, getting ready to get off the phone with you and jump in the truck and go on down the road. So I'm most probably going to stop in there and say hello, if not definitely tomorrow. Uh, you know, um, we'll put on my uh, widespread panic fishing song, and I'm going to roll on down the road. All right. We'll be looking for you, Eric. Thanks for the report again. We appreciate it. All right, Don. Right, later. Bye. All righty, coming up next, uh, it's Bad Boy the Outdoors time. We'll tell you who's uh, done the crime and what the possible time is. We do it every week. We never run out of these guys. And by the way, coming up at the end of the month in just a few weeks, you get you to help us select the baddest of the bad for the whole year. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, everybody's got a favorite fishing song. We're asking you to text us yours. Uh, our faithful listener in Thibodeau says uh, the new Luke Bryan song about Bill Dance fishing is a pretty good one. I have not heard that yet. have to check that out. I also have this one coming in. Oh, daughter number one checking in from Woodsboro, Texas. She's looking forward to doing bird hunting in Kansas next week with the short hairs and getting her foster new pointer Max out on the prairie. Uh, she's also with me and Daryl, her favorite fishing song, most definitely. She thinks we're just fishing by Trace Atkins. Yeah, uh, Cherie is going to be on the air with me next week. I know a lot of you have heard Cherie. She's pretty good at this stuff. In fact, uh, I often say that... Uh, She's a radio broadcaster trapped in a chemical engineer's body. Anyway, Cherie will be broadcasting with me and our friend, our hunting buddy Janice, and Blake and all the dogs will be coming to you from Hutchinson, Kansas, next Saturday morning. This Saturday morning, we got a bad boy story for you. We'll be back to tell you about it right after we pause just 10 quick seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Lieutenant Joey Thompson and Sergeant Scott Dupree were on patrol in St. Mary Parish on November 20th when they observed Braden Krepper hunting doves in a field. After making contact with Krepper, they found him to be in possession of 37 mourning doves, which put him 22 doves over the daily limit of 15. Krepper also didn't possess the Harvest Information Permit, also known as HIP certification. Since doves are migratory birds and federally regulated, the case has been filed with the U.S. Attorney's Office in federal court for prosecution of 21-year-old Braden Krepper of New Iberia, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Got a couple of follow-up comments. Number one, uh, Braden must be a pretty good wing shooter. You bag 37 doves, that's not easy. And number two, don't forget your harvest information permit to hunt migratory birds. It's free. You get it with a purchase of your license after you answer a brief survey about your previous year's bird hunts, or you could be in violation of a federal law. Oh, and one more thing before you head out. 
Brush up on your arithmetic skills if necessary, please. All right, coming back after this, uh, we're going to check in with a couple of duck blinds, find out what the duck hunting's like down near the mouth of the river with Cajun Fishing Adventures, and also over in the Hackberry Big Lake area with Captain Kirk Stansel. Their reports coming up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And we call him the Plastic Man. He loves to catch fish on plastic baits. We're talking about Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. He's also a professional duck hunting guide. And, uh, Ryan, where might we find you today, fishing or hunting? I'm at the lodge right now. Uh, they got a little, little bitty storm we're waiting to come through. And after that, we all go fish. We got a negative 0.7 tide today. You couldn't get to a blind if your life depended on it. So we'll, we'll hunt in the evening when the tide's coming in. That's what we did yesterday. We killed a few birds, but 75 degrees and no wind and no, no water is detrimental to duck hunting. Yeah, we're in bad need of a front. Where did this little storm everybody's talking about pop up from? Is it coming out of the Gulf or is it coming down northwest? It's coming from, from Grand Isle this way. It looked like it's going to go south of me for the most part. There's some yellow in it. We just want to see what that yellow does just to make sure the customers don't get too wet or, or lightning or something silly like that. But, uh, you know, fish are trapped underwater. We've got them right where we want them. They'll be there when we get there. (laughs) No (laughs) doubt about that. Mississippi River at 2.6 is what I'm seeing and still holding steady. We have not seen a river like that in, what, 10 years maybe? I don't know. How does that affect you? Nine years. 2012. December 18, 2012 is the last time I caught trout in the river in Buras. And and the water is dirty in the river, but... The, the bays are so beautiful. The sight fishing is unbelievable. I mean, you, you can just go out there and pounce your reds and bull reds if you want, fly fish. I mean, it's so good. The trout, Terry had a box of beautiful trout yesterday. And uh, mm-hmm. the, the sheephead, oh, my gosh. There's so many sheephead and big old turbo sheephead. I mean, I call them turbo <laughs> brim, but they uh <laughs> Guys are catching a lot, and my, my my young gun, he's throwing this little shrimp from Savage Gear, and the sheephead are enveloping this this artificial shrimp. I mean, they just just go up there and swallow it. I said, good grief! You never seen sheephead bite plastic so hard. So, so where uh, are you finding those sheephead? Normally, they're going to be up around rocks or stumps or pilings or dams, and yeah, sometimes over bo- oysters. Yeah, the boys that are fishing the, the live shrimp. I mean, they they just keep a bunch of them and then start turning them loose because they don't want to clean 50 of them things. That's pretty tough to clean, but they'll uh, they'll keep 20 of them for the customers and and they just pilings, reefs. I mean, when I'm sight fishing, they're everywhere. I mean, literally. I mean, everywhere you look, just a lot of sheephead and and uh, there's a lot of big 40 inch reds right now too. So. I mean, I was dying to get out there with my fly rod yesterday. I was, had everything hooked up, and one of my boys said, boss, my boat won't start. All right, here's my boat. Go. <laughs> oh. So I didn't get to go. I got to cut grass and work on radar and stuff instead. But, you know, it's just the life of being the boss, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Well, listen, before you go, how would you rate this first split of duck season as of the past several years? How's it been? About the same or a little better? No, it's, it's been terrible. It's the, the 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 calm weather, which is great for fishing, but it's terrible for ducks. Mm-hmm. But in, in the low water, it's just been very difficult. I mean, we've killed about 800 birds so far, but it's it's been a, 
a, a struggle. I mean, it's not consistent. One blind does great, and the other ones on the inside might not. Um, all I can do is, you know, the birds out there, they're sitting on the bay by the thousands. I mean, you go outside and you just run through thousands and thousands of birds. But, you know, we need water and we need some weather. You know, got to have some wind yeah. and some water. And they're sitting out there and they, and they every, you know, they come every day more and more. So now the divers are starting to come in. We're going to have redheads and canvasbacks are showing up hard, pintails and lots of widgeons still, gadwalls. I have tons of vegetation, aquatic vegetation in the ponds. Uh, I'm very fortunate, but I just need the, some weather to bring them off the bays. How do you feel about three splits? You know, this is the first time we've had three splits in quite a few years. Normally we just have one split in the middle and, you know, two separate seasons. we got three this year. How do you like that? I don't know. I, I, I don't have too much opinion. I, I don't like where they are because they didn't look at the negative tides in which to, to make them. I mean, if you could do that, make it on the negative tide when you can't hunt anyway. You know, it's you got you got to think of the whole state. You know, if uh, the guys and and now tidal tidal ranges go 100 miles inland now. So if you have a, a negative one foot of tide, you might have that all the way in St. Charles, St. John, Lafourche. Everybody's going to be affected. Yeah. You know, north south of I-10. So why in the world would you open a season when when you have a negative foot of tide? If you want to have you three splits, they... close close it then. You know, we have public hearings on deer hunting and, and uh, public hearings on speckled trout regulate, but when's the last time we had public hearings across the state on duck hunting and hear duck hunters' opinion? You're right. Things have changed, and uh, change calls for more change, and I think they need to look at that. That's a very good point you're making about how far those tides extend, and uh, you can have open season close. It don't matter. When you can't get to where you got to go, it doesn't make a difference whether it's open or closed. I've been wanting to go to a commission meeting before before they make all that and, and just do a, a PowerPoint on the tides and what it does and so forth. But I just, man, I have such a hard time getting away and getting up there. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just rocked right now. <laughs> just, yeah. But they need to be educated. I mean, they don't, you, they don't know unless you tell them. I mean, you know, a lot of them are politicians and not hunters and fishermen that's on that commission, and uh, you know, they they just don't know. So Absolutely. we need to educate them. All right, my friend, that's another job you got besides all the other ones, teacher. <laughs> all right, my friend. All right, we'll see you soon. Let's get to, get together on that trip, that fly uh, cast and blast trip. We need oh, to we'll do. I have going. to look at that because uh, it's, it's, I wish we was doing it today. <laughs> all right, yeah, my buddy. me too. All right, see you next week. And there he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Coming up next, we're going to head out west, go to the opposite end of the state from where Ryan is, and talk to Captain Kirk Stansel. He's in the duck blind out there in Hackberry, and get a fishing report and a hunting report right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. I want to thank all of you sending in your favorite fishing songs. Tim in Pascagoula says his is our show opening song, which is uh, Louisiana Saturday Night by Mel McDaniel. Been playing that for 32 years. He enjoys the show. Thank you for your text. I also got a hunting report out of Bayou Bienvenue. Someone shot a limit of ringnecks. Plenty of them around, no graze, teal, etc. Well, that would reflect the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries uh, flyover survey where they saw a huge number of ringnecks in the state. And we also have some questions about private land uh, when you're leasing uh, private land and you're going out to corn up during the gun season. Do you need to wear orange? Well, on private land, you only need to wear an orange or now a blaze pink cap you don't need to wear the vest and unless you have a gun in your hand or actually hunting you wouldn't even need that 
but I would say uh, when doing gun season for deer, when you're in the woods, always good idea to wear orange, whether it's legally required or not. All right, those of you I couldn't get to your text questions, uh, if it's of a personal nature, and I'll, I'll try to answer those after we get off the air. But right now we're going to head on over to the blind of uh, Kirk Stancil, Captain Kirk Stancil with Hackberry Rod and Gun, and find out how the duck hunting is over in the Big Lake area. Captain Kirk, how y'all doing this morning? Uh, well, I'm doing okay. I'm not in a duck blind. Oh, why um, not? You should be. Well, my wife, my wife had surgery, so I'm home with her and uh, doing the, the the right husband thing to do. Uh, so, absolutely. Take care. You've got to take I, care of her. That's right. I skipped out on the hunt. In fact, I'm, I haven't hunted personally since Monday. Uh, you know, we had trouble been seeing doctors and all that stuff. She had uh, neck surgery, but she's doing well. Well, that's good. Glad to hear that. Well, how did you guys do? I, I saw some pictures, and it looked kind of like mixed bags of species. You had some pretty nice birds, yeah. some pintails, some grays, and stuff. Yeah, some redheads and stuff. Uh, you know, we you know we you, we hunt fifteen blinds, and we've got a we have about three blinds that are doing good. I mean, it's it's tough overall, uh, but those three blinds are doing really good. But their next two ponds where we have little sanctuaries where we, you know, you don't shoot and, uh, just happen to be food in those ponds where those ducks are. But, uh, overall, I mean, it's when we've got some huge lakes that are full of food that no ducks are on, which I don't understand. Well, we need some weather and we got a little bit of a two week break coming up, uh, after tomorrow, it'll shut down for the second split on the 18th and hopefully we can reload the marsh. Kirk, I had a, a listener texted me a question, and you probably heard, you know, I know you follow it close about the speckled trout changes possibly yeah. and regulations coming. They wanted to know how did, how has it affected you guys out there? Because you all changed to the 15 fish limit quite a while back. Have you noticed a big difference in uh, maybe people coming into the state to fish because we used to be able to keep 25 there and now the limit's 15? Or has it really not made much difference? It ha- it's made zero difference in our business. Yeah. When we went from 25 to 15, I mean, zero difference. Uh, you know, it's still anywhere you catch speckled trout at 15, we're still way more than any place else in the country. That's what I thought. So, and, and on the other aspect of it, did you see it change anything in the size of the trout or the number of the trout when they lowered the limit? Uh, you know, I haven't really seen a big change. One thing I think is because of the weather events we've had. You know, since they've changed it, we've had two major freezes. We've had floods every single spring, you know, during the spawn. And uh, so I think the weather has affected it more than the the actual change of the limits. Yeah, maybe not even a, a really good sample with all of that. But now that we've got a good year where we've had fairly low rivers, not a lot of storms, maybe delaying it till October to get another look at it and get a better handle on the populations uh, before they make any changes right. might have been the better thing to do. But, but Kirk, I, you know, I some... am seeing – I want to say this. I'm seeing increased pressure here uh, on Calcasieu because, you know, we're so close to Texas. And the, right. their limits are five. We're getting a lot more yeah. people over here. There's a lot more pressure on our lake uh, than I saw, you know, than I've seen any time. And now that the well, founder runs got... going on, man, the boats are crazy. 
Right. We got bigger, faster boats. We got better GPS. We got immediate cell phone communication. Uh, the fish are definitely seeing a lot more pressure, not just there, but all over the state. Kirk, we got to yeah. run. Thanks so much for the report. Glad the wife is doing well. Take care of her, and we'll talk to you next time when you get back out on the waters. Okay, Don. Good talking to you. Great show. Yes, sir. Thank you. Captain Kirk Stansel. Check him out. Hackberry Rod and Gun if you want to take a look at what they got going on. All right, that's going to wrap it up. As I mentioned, next week you'll be hearing this show broadcast from Hutchinson, Kansas. A little bit of pheasant and quail hunting uh, make my dog uh, – uh, Smokey, very happy. She loves going out to Kansas and hunting some birds. Uh, my daughter, Cherie, will be co-hosting the show. We're going to have some special things to talk about. Hope you'll join us then. Thanks to all of you who sent in your favorite fishing songs. We really appreciate that. And uh, thanks to all of you who listen to the show faithfully every week, Saturday mornings. We'll be back again next week, 5 to 7, outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.